Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. You got the John and Ken on demand podcast to hear what you missed, but you're here now. You're not going to miss anything, at least not yeah. in the next five minutes. Don't go. Well, we think they'll turn off in five minutes already? Well, we'll see how the five minutes goes. God. All right. We better pack it in here. We in might not even minutes. get five. <laughs> well, uh, it's the top trending story on several websites this afternoon. Old Joe at the United Nations. Uh, looks like he had a tough time yesterday. This happened, uh, meeting with the uh, president of Brazil. The first story is that he was totally confused. Uh, he was supposed to put on a little headset so he could hear what the Brazilian president was saying and, and the interpreter. And uh, he was having trouble with it. So he kept trying to adjust it and pulled it off and stuff. And apparently the Brazilian president actually looked at him and said, can you hear me, President Biden? Can you hear me? President Biden, can you hear me? And eventually Biden turns, he nods, kind of, and he continues to fumble through the headset. And, <laughs> and then he drops it. <laughs> he drops it, and he raises his eyebrows in frustration. This is like a little onstage comedy, right? You know, like, <laughs> Biden's like a bad mime. He's just like... <laughs> so at the end, he, uh, he shakes hands with uh, some labor leader, right? Yeah. And uh, he turns and wanders off as the Brazilian president has got his hand out waiting. Biden goes in the other direction, as he often does. He just kind of tries to wander off stage where he doesn't know where he's going. And he literally shuffles. If you look at the video, yeah. he is literally shuffling. No, The feet don't really come off the ground. They're so, just kind of against the carpet. The Brazilian president is stuck with his hand out. You know how awkward that is. And he's standing on stage. Yeah, he felt like he and, got dissed. And then he just, like, waved with it uh, angrily. <laughs> He made like, a swiping well, gesture, it says. Yes. I, I watched that, that part of the video, and he just, like, waved it in the air like, oh, okay, all right. 
Uh, the old I, fool. I don't think it was a purposeful snub. I think it was just old oh. Joe like, I'm done here, good. Time to get off. Well, I don't go very fast, do I? And then, to top it all off, he, he walks into a flag, a large Brazilian flag, seven feet tall. <laughs> you couldn't write this stuff. He, no. He is so out of it. This was not a long trip. What from Washington D.C. to New York City? It's not like he's going very far and has jet lag. No, it's, it's the dementia. That's what dementia patients do. He was walked, this uh, past his uh, time, like two o'clock or something? Uh, like he doesn't. This is all he's got left in his head. The he 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 he's he's uh, dementia patients get really confused. So as he's walking. He he doesn't really know where he's supposed to go, and so he walks in the flag. He's fumbling with the headset. He doesn't know what to do with it. He doesn't remember that you're supposed to turn and shake hands with uh, the guy on your left. He it just his his mind is all scrambled. It's foggy. Well, I don't know what this is going to sound like. We have 13 seconds of what we just described that happened yesterday at the UN. That's it. That was, that was Biden walking off stage and leaving the Brazilian president hanging. Yeah. Waving his now, arm. Now, the other story that's making the news also happened yesterday. So he goes to a fundraiser. And this is a, a real estate heiress was hosting this fundraiser for Biden. So he told the group why he ran for president in 2020. And he said it was because of Trump's response to the white supremacist rally that was held in Charlottesville, Virginia. If you remember that story from a few years back. According to a number of people who attended and even the White House media pool report, a couple of minutes later, Biden repeated the same exact story word for word. Here, here's his exact quote. This is Biden talking. You remember those folks walking out of the fields, literally carrying torches with Nazi swastikas, holding them forward, singing the same vicious anti-Semitic bile, the same exact bile, bile that was sung in Germany in the early 30s. And a young woman was killed. A young woman was killed. And then he went on to talk about Trump saying that there were good people on both sides and how people in his family were urging him to run. And then right. here's the second part. You know, you may remember that, you know, those folks from Charlottesville, as they came out of the fields and carrying the swastikas and remember the ones with the torches and uh, the coup accompanied by the Ku Klux Klan. And in addition, they had, there were white supremacists. Anyway, they were making a big case about how terrible this was. And a young woman was killed in the process. Same did story. That, is this, a, yeah, did he, was he looking at a teleprompter yeah. and he just went back to the same spot? Dementia. Or, so uh, one night. It says here pre had prepared notes, but, not necessarily a teleprompter. But he he's obviously can't focus. Is it like you and you don't turn the page for the next commercial that we're doing the next? I probably got an early stage on set. <laughs> and you dimension. go back and read the same ad that See, was read 10 minutes earlier. <laughs> so unfortunately, uh, in, the, in the final months of my mother-in-law's life, uh, yeah. she spent some time with us here in L.A. And there was one night on a Saturday night, and it was the summer. So everybody was home, and my wife was cooking, and I was sitting at the kitchen table talking to her mom. And her mom went into a very detailed story from the 1940s about her brother, Tom, and mm -hmm. the baseball games he used to listen to. He was a big Yankees fan back east. Okay. And so there, there, there was a whole story to it, and it was very detailed. 
And it was like a really warm memory of hers. And I said, oh, that's, that's really nice. And then she started and told the exact same story word for word. And this is like, you know, a two-minute story. And then she did it a third time. Now, fourth time. Wait, actually, all in a row, or is there a pause or something else? All in a row. No, all in a row. Oh. And a fifth time. And a sixth time. I'm not exaggerating. And I just sat there listening because I'd never seen this before. And I thought, I, I, I wondered how long this was going to go on. And finally, after six times telling the same detailed story from the 1940s, finally, you know, something broke. And and yeah, she 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 had a lot of other symptoms, but I, that's why I see. Yeah, this. that could be triggered by bad short term memory, where you don't even remember what you just said because your short term memory shot. Right. But your brain's saying this is a good story. Tell it. Right. And then you forgot. And you, you tell it, it, and then short term memory erases it, and then your brain says this is a good story. Tell it. Remember Diane Feinstein? Same thing. Oh yeah. We had a yeah. clip of her. She was asking exactly the same detailed question twice in a row to some uh, witness at a at a Senate hearing. Yeah, I, I, I imagine this is going to happen as people live longer, but don't necessarily have their brains in shape. We're going to see more of this, particularly in public life. Oh, yeah. Uh, like like Pelosi's decided to run for another term. Good Lord. I see what that's like. But um, we well, you see, we're never, having people that want to continue in jobs in public life, 70s, 80s. You yeah, know? we've never and, seen people in public life live this long in such a decayed state. No, we always we always cite Strom Thurmond who, what, lived right. almost 100, and he continued to serve in the Senate, but he obviously had bad dementia. Yeah. He's the only one I can think of in the past 30 years that was really in this kind of category. Yeah. And they kept him largely hidden. They, 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 they did in the latter years. Yeah, they did. And, he and was just a placeholder. You know, Biden's persistence here, I've never seen this before, and even, even Feinstein. Well, he's got the most public job of all. I mean, I, Feinstein, you can, you can hide a bit because as a senator, eh, there might be a couple of media guys poking around but, but the president the media and the world supposed to have access to him every day there's thousands and thousands of people like this but they're at home you know and they got their families or their uh, nursing attendants taking care of them and they're sitting there and they're repeating the same thing over and over again and everybody's nodding along trying to be nice yeah well you said he wouldn't make it through the first term either one way or the other right I, that's what you declared back I in 2020 don't think the odds are on my side for that all right, uh, we got uh, more coming up. Uh, oh, after 1.30, we've been telling you the border is incredibly overrun again, as much as it was last year before all the media coverage died down. We're going to get another report from uh, an excellent source, Todd Benzman. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Uh, all right, so we're going to talk about the border. A couple of big developments. We'll have Todd Benzman on after 1.30 to report on one of them going on in Texas at least one of them. Uh, there is a country that last uh, official count had 28.2 million people in it. Uh, I say that because I think they're all coming here. Anybody have a guess what country that is? Uh, Venezuela. That is correct. Uh, they're having trouble. Here's the description. Hyperinflation, escalating starvation, disease, crime, and mortality rates, resulting in massive emigration from the country. As you know, they had a president named Hugo Chavez, but he's gone. However, his successor is worse, Nicolas Maduro. Uh, our relationship with that country is uh, shaky, of course. It's communist, kind of. So they're leaving, and they're coming here in big numbers. And the development, which was greeted um, very happily by the New York City mayor, Eric Adams, is that the Biden administration is going to give Venezuelans what they call temporary protected status, which means they get work permits. 
And my reaction to this was, oh, boy, that'll bring more Venezuelans into the country, won't it, once they find out that they're going to get work authorization and deportation protection. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. No, this is going to make the situation much, much worse. It is a stupid move. Stupid, stupid move. Because Adams praised it because he said, well, now at least they can work. Maybe they can find a place to live in my city. Right, because Adams can't afford to take care of them. It's going to cost it's costing them billions and billions of dollars that he doesn't have in the budget. And he's going to have to start cutting services to uh, New York City residents who are only going to put up with that for about five minutes before it's going to be off with Adams's head. And it's Adams fault for declaring it a sanctuary city. Adams fault for going along with this whole stupid Biden idea. The declaration from that dope Mayorkas, the head of the Department of Homeland Security, says it is for Venezuelans who have arrived here after July 30, before July 31st, 2023. All right. If you arrive here after that date, you're not eligible for the protection. But we found out in the past that doesn't matter. They're because gonna, people will just come for the next declaration. They're going to renew it eventually. And that's what the Venezuelans are counting on. I heard this morning some great reporting by Bill Malugin over at Fox. Uh-huh. And, and he was, you know, he, he plays it straight. He really does. He even pushes back against some of the wackier Fox hosts. But he he said the, the stuff that the administration is saying as to why this happens. One of the spokesholes had said, oh, well, they're coming because of climate change. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, I've been standing here for two years. I've talked to a lot, he <laughs> a lot goes, of migrants. You know, right. He said, you know, the number of uh, migrants who mentioned climate change is the reason. A zero. He, he said zero. It's zero. zero. And he said, climate change. He said, and it's as hot here in Texas as it is in Venezuela. They're just trying to help out their other topic, is all they're doing. <laughs> yeah, right. A talking point for a dopey media. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got to do something about climate change. It's bringing people here from other countries now. <laughs> yeah, but this is what they do. They glide right in to uh, waving the climate flag. They come here, you know, primarily for jobs. There's a small number who are getting chased out because of, you know, an authoritarian government. But it's jobs because Venezuela, as you laid out, they were, by the way, you socialism fans, this is what <laughs> happened. Venezuela went socialist. What they did is there was actually a fairly uh, rich country because they have a tremendous amount of oil. But right. the, uh, the Hugo Chavez nationalized the oil companies, which means rather than the private companies running them, he was running them and he just he, he ruined it. And so the national income disappeared. And to make up for it, they started printing printing tons and tons of money. Money. And right. so suddenly they ended up with like triple-digit inflation. And so nobody could afford food. I mean, it, it was totally created by Hugo Chavez and his successor and this wacko socialist communist government. This is why people are fleeing. And you can understand people wanting to flee a country in that kind of shape. But we just can't handle the influx. Well, as I said, there's 28 million. I mean, that's less than California's population. But uh, once they hear about temporary protected status, there could be tens of thousands more coming to the United States because they're like, well, now we get some special standing. No, what, what, what you do, and one of the Border Patrol agents was, was laying this out to Malusian, you don't need any new laws. Title Eight is what always governs border policy. And Title Eight says when, these, when you encounter these people... You simply deport them immediately. Right. And then under Trump, there was the Remain in Mexico program where people had to stay in Mexico and wait for a very, very, very long process. But that that's that's what you do. All that's in place. All that has been the law forever. 
And this is just Biden anarchy. You want to know how bad it is in Venezuela? Here's a story that's making news this afternoon. They had to send in 11,000 security personnel to retake a prison called Tocaron Prison. It has been run by inmates for years. Prisoners roam freely. It's got hotel-like facilities, including a pool, a nightclub, and a mini zoo. <laughs> this is a jail in Venezuela. Because apparently uh, it's the headquarters of the most powerful transnational gang in Venezuela called Tren yeah. de Aragua. There's, there's uh, no they, law. They, they took over the prison. And they've run it for years. Yeah. There's even a picture here. Uh, from overhead, an aerial picture showing a baseball field, a mini zoo, stable, swimming pool, children's play area, shacks, prison blocks. I'm like, well, if they run the prison, why does anybody stay there? You could probably be free to come and go. Or... Because they got a baseball field and a pool yeah, just... and, and a zoo. It's a joke. <laughs> it sounds uh, like when, a resort. When we return, we will be talking more about the border with a man who certainly knows a lot. Our guest will be Todd Benzman who's been on our show many times before to report on things going on. And uh, he'll give us the latest because these numbers have ramped up significantly just in the last few weeks, people coming to the United States. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for The Everyday Guy. 
The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio from 1 till 4, and then after 4 o'clock, you go to the iHeart app to listen to the John and Ken On Demand podcast to pick up what you missed. And you certainly want to uh, listen to uh, to this segment. We're going to be talking with Todd Benzman. He's a journalist, works with Center for Immigration Studies. He is a He is a senior national security fellow for the Center for Immigration Studies. And, of course, he spent... He's Texas-based, but he's in Washington, too, and he spent time in Mexico, and uh, he's got a book, by the way, Overrun, it's called, How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History. And uh, people are liking it. He's got a lot of detail in there, and we're going to talk to him now about the latest overwhelming border situation with his firsthand knowledge. Todd, welcome again to the John and Ken Show. How are you? Uh, Great. Good, Good to be here again, too. Thanks. So Eagle Pass... Texas is the center of the action. It's 30,000 people that live there, and it is getting thousands and thousands and thousands of illegal aliens pouring in. What's going on? Well, the circumstance there is Texas. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott, Texas Department of Public Safety, uh, and the uh, National Texas National Guard have been employing a new tactic at the river where they string razor wire for thousands and thousands of yards, and then they physically block the migrants at the river's edge. They don't let them up. Uh, kind of like NFL linemen, you know, right on the line. And they've been doing this for a couple of months now to great effect. Uh, the migrants have, uh, what they did a, a few days ago is either they or the cartels uh, figured out that uh, the way to defeat the Texas cordon, the defense, is to mass up a, a few thousand all at once and charge right through the razor wire, right through the Texas border fortifications, right over the Texas troopers and National Guard, and then just to pour through and find federal border patrol agents who, under orders from Washington will let them all into the interior of the country. That's what's been going on. So there, there have been some bonsai rushes to uh, defeat Texas. What Texas did was, in response, close the international bridge from Mexico to shut down all international trade through that area. They also shut down the bridge in the international uh, bridge over which all the trucks pass in El Paso, and they have blocked up all the freight train traffic too. The reason they did that is that it gives the Texas governor leverage over the Mexicans. So they demanded that the Mexicans deploy their uh, state police everywhere and 
uh, defeat the migrants on their side, disperse them, uh, move them around, deport them out of the area, make sure that they can't mass up and do bonsai, more bonsai charges. So that's been all the drama going on down there amid a very, very significant overall spike in migration uh, over the southern border, a huge, unbelievable spike uh, going on right now from Tijuana all the way to the Gulf of Mexico. The entire border is just an inferno on fire with massive numbers. We had 10,000 apprehended just yesterday. We're probably going to have more than that today. A couple days ago, we had 14,000. Uh, these are just astronomical historic numbers going on all along the southern border. Yeah, I'm looking at a story, Todd, in the Wall Street Journal. And, of course, we covered this. Uh, back in May, they finally ended Title 42. And, of course, that's the health order they used to turn away migrants. So the Biden administration said, well, now we're going to go back and use the old rules, which includes harsher penalties. It says here for about a month it appeared to be working. Border arrests fell to 3,000 from their daily peak of 10,000. But since then... The government has struggled to ramp up its new system of consequences, particularly for people traveling with children. And could it be, Todd, that word just got to people that, well, you know, they said they were going to get tougher, but it's not really tougher. That's exactly what happens. And I mean, we predicted this. It was very predictable. If you understand uh, migrant uh, thinking, uh, how they, you know, look at a new policy like this, everybody who knows that knew that there would be a brief pause while they figured it out. Are the is, is Biden really going to uh, implement harsher uh, pol- policies on us? So the first ones went through and discovered, wow, they didn't do anything. We got in just the same. And they sent selfies back of themselves in Washington and New York or whatever. And the ones behind them said, well, yeah, the ones ahead of us got through, so let's go through now ourselves. And then it just went like that until – we have what we have now. It just—they're not implementing any of the harsh part. They're letting everybody in. Everybody, pretty much everybody, who crosses that border, one way or another, if they can reach U.S. Border Patrol and turn themselves in, they will be released into the United States. No, they that also, is what is causing this. They also introduced an app to uh, uh, like pre-approve uh, wannabe immigrants, and the CBP app. And I heard today um, on a TV report that the app crashes a lot and malfunctions. And so they that's another reason they a lot of these people just said, out of the heck with it, let's just storm the border. Because the, the technology doesn't work. Well, I mean, that's sort of true. I mean, really what, what, what's going on is the, the app, the reservation app where you can schedule an appointment and then walk across the the port of entry right through like the normal bridge through the port of entry. And then we would stamp you into the country. Uh, that has been going on as a, as a way to, for the administration to get the numbers down of people who cross illegally. We're going to put you through this way so that we don't have to count you in this other terrible number. Uh, the problem is that it, it is so popular uh, that the entire world decided to come for it and the lines got really, really long. So, um, and there's no fast pass really like at uh, Disney world, but, but so people were like, well, if I'm going to get it in any way, if I cross it legally, 
why don't I just cross illegally? So that's what they're doing. It's just human nature. All of this is completely rational. All right, so Biden's uh, going to give uh, working work permits to yeah, about TPS a, to Venezuelans. To yeah. about a half million Venezuelans. Well, what are going to be the consequences of that? Well, for one thing, about those Venezuelans, that they they extend the administration extended what's called temporary protection status, which is a humanitarian intervention that says. You can't go back to your home country because it's too dangerous for you. And we're America, and we're not going to do a thing like that. The problem is that virtually none of these Venezuelans are coming from their home countries. From their home country, they have not lived in Venezuela in six, seven, eight, nine, ten years. These are people that had safe haven in neighboring countries like Colombia, Ecuador. The Caribbean islands, um, Central America, they just decided to come now. How do I know this? Because I interview them all the time because they saw that all their friends and relatives were being let in. So they were like, hey, I'm safe and doing great here, but like, well, they're letting us in. So they they came in and then everybody in the administration and uh, is treating them as though we can't send you back to Venezuela. That would be terrible. But none of them are coming from Venezuela, or very few of them are coming from Venezuela. I did a major report on this where I've got 10 of them interviewed saying, oh, I, I was doing great in Ecuador. I was doing well. I had a job in Colombia. is doing great. Uh, I'm just coming because they're letting us in. So it's just a, it's a masquerade that, yeah. they, that we need to give them temporary protection status, we ought to be sending them back at the border to Colombia, to Ecuador, and to all of these safe countries where they were doing great. All right, Todd, thank you very much for coming on. I always appreciate your input. Sure thing. Thank you yeah. for having me. Yeah, great report. Todd Benzman is the Texas-based Senior National Security Fellow for the Center for Immigration Studies, which we've talked about. It's a great organization. And again, he does have this book, you might want to check out Overrun, How Joe Biden Unleashed the Greatest Border Crisis in U.S. History. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, tomorrow is the moist line. It's returning to the John and Ken show tomorrow during the 3 o'clock hour. There might still be some room for your message. Use the iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. We have a chance after 2 o'clock to talk to the Sacramento County District Attorney. The Ho is coming on the show, and the reason is he has sued the city of Sacramento over the homeless problem. That's a big step. That doesn't happen very often where a DA sues a city within its I county. Didn't, I didn't know a DA could do that. Uh, when you first heard it, did, didn't that confuse you? It confused me a little. It's like, well, how does a DA decide to sue a city? Yeah, particularly since they're both the same name, Sacramento County, Sacramento City, and you get confused well, at first. Yeah, Sacramento because, has its own government, has its own city attorney. Right, because what the, what the DA does is prosecute criminal cases. That's true. And, right. and so here is basically a civil lawsuit against the city for creating a public nuisance, like a gigantic and The big part of it nuisance. is lack of enforcement. That's what he's claiming. Yeah. They're not doing anything so I, I, about the growing problem. He says it's not only bad for people trying to get to work and do it. The homeless are dying. Because when I was so, going through the stories, I was looking for somebody like Daryl Steinberg to say, well, you can't do this. But I didn't see that. So I guess he obviously can do this. It could be your first question. How can you do this? Gee, you think George Gascon would sue? Uh... God, no. 
<laughs> over homelessness. Well, this is if this is the precedent here. Uh, yeah, but the different mindset. Uh, yeah, the, well, the man we're going to talk to. There's you that. Uh, well, we were talking earlier this hour about the United Nations, the General Assembly, the big meeting this week. And, of course, the reason we talked about it earlier is that Biden was confused, as usual, running into flagpoles and uh, not, not shaking hands with people who were left hanging. Uh, another good story, which always pops up with these kinds of events, is it has brought in, and i got to be clear about this, the high-end hookers. Mm-hmm. You see, because these diplomats from all over the world have to be very discreet. But some of them come from countries where you just can't do that kind of stuff. So they look at a trip to New York City as a chance to, uh, well, you know, have some fun. And uh, business goes up 20 to 25 percent, says one source familiar with these things. Girls will fly in from Vegas and Europe. It's like a hooker convention. So they're not going to go to neighborhoods of New York City or strip clubs because they can't be seen publicly. What they do is they get some sort of a third party to arrange a high-end female to come to a hotel room. 3000 to $5,000 per session. That's per high session end. these girls are making. Wow, yep. they must be good. What are they doing? Uh, that's what I want to know. <laughs> it's like, well, that must be uh, quite a performance for $5,000. They, Yeah, I would imagine so, uh, they to look this. pretty nice, and they probably are no, dressed it, very nice. And No, it's not the dress, it's the... Uh, it's the activity. It says the, the diplomats go crazy because where they come from, they're repressed. So, they don't have these kinds of girls that they have access to. <laughs> so the wives back home don't engage the way the Las Vegas girls do? Uh, no. <laughs> um, so they, they, uh, they don't want to be seen in strip clubs. So they come to the hotels. Right, and, and they do not want to deal with, you know, trying to just get a hooker off the street. Right, and they don't even want to Google the word escorts because they don't know who's tracking them. That's right. So right. Uh, so uh, they arrange these uh, VIP rooms are booked. Um, these uh, diplomats can spend anywhere from fifty dollars to $100,000 in a night. Of whose money? Uh, they're probably <laughs> from oil-rich countries or something oh. like that, or... Yes, let's think. Of... Oil-rich countries with repressed cultures. Hmm. Yeah, that does yeah. narrow down the field there. But uh... <laughs> And they want American hookers. Yeah, yeah, I think I've heard that before. Well, I mean, this is just taking several steps further. The old, you know, the guy goes what? out of town, the sales guy goes out of town to a convention that, in that, some Midwest city and that's, does the same kind of thing. That is the whole purpose of conventions and conferences, whether it's business diplomatic, political, that's all the guys are going for. To get drunk and to find... Do you, uh, do you think they're going so they could sit in a stuffy hotel room and listen to uh, six hours of uh, PowerPoint presentations? <laughs> no, they're only going for the booze and the sex. Period. End of story. All right. When we return, we'll be talking to the district attorney of Sacramento County. Never been on the show before. His name is Theon Ho. He has filed a lawsuit against the city of Sacramento for its descent into decay in handling its ever-growing awful homelessness crisis. John and Ken, KFI AM640, we're live everywhere. It's the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live, the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.